<laughs> we got a theory. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. Just ask yourself, does the theory affect really rich and powerful people? Is the answer yes? Okay, then it's most likely not true. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. This looks super suspicious and I don't trust it. Shepherd, and this is... Mitchell Manley, Illuminati hottie. <laughs> I really should have been more clever with mine because my Animal Crossing island is Luminati. So you would think that I would have got the Illuminati. Oh, like loom. I get it because you you have a loom or a weaver. Yes. (laughs) And and the sheep like turned. See, I kind of cheated because there's a band. Yeah, there's a band called Illuminati Hotties. And so I totally just stole their band name. But it's fine. It it was a clever thing to say as my nickname. And also, are you in that band? I'm not in that band, but I've seen that band live, and they're very, very good. Ah, well, hey, close enough. Uh, cigars and horseshoes and stuff. Hey, it's a it's another or early morning <laughs> Tuesday recording because yes, it mm, is. My life is chaos now. Um, I think as well as like most of America, except mine is like the opposite chaos. So you came up with this theme, and I think it was because you were getting super frustrated with just bullshit being passed along on the internets right yeah absolutely um i was there's a few people in particular on my facebook friends list that have been talking about uh coronavirus conspiracies and conspiracies involving 5g uh net you know (sighs) networks for cell phones or whatever and they think that they're somehow related and that 5g is going to fry all our brains and that no one really has coronavirus they're dying of radiation sickness and i'm just like all right come on now let's do a little bit of science let's do a little bit of research and i don't know i just think we're in this golden age uh, of of conspiracy and paranoia so i figured it'd be an interesting thing to tackle on the show so how do how do they explain like places like Memphis, Tennessee that doesn't have 5G having uh like almost 2000 cases of coronavirus? They don't actually have an explanation for that uh that which may surprise you. They don't uh, <laughs> No, uh, they're they're dumb and they don't they don't. Although I think Memphis does have 5G now. Uh, Verizon just recently uh rolled it out in Memphis, but that doesn't negate the fact that there are still most of most of the world that doesn't have 5g i imagine and so yeah they they don't understand that you know the sun puts out more radiation than 5g and you know whatever yeah yeah okay people are just not the brightest can i like just shake these people because i know that they can't actually go to the hospital and see all the sick people but they do exist and it's not radiation poisoning i like want to shake these people yeah, you have no idea how often I just want to like tag you and my brother <laughs> and and his wife, all nurses. You know, I just want to like tag everybody I know who's a medical professional and be like, please set this person straight. But I know that you don't have the time or the energy for that. I'm usually asleep in the middle of these arguments too. So yeah, it's true. But I I will um I will assure all of our listeners that uh the coronavirus and COVID nineteen the um the uh I guess the syndrome. 
is what it is because it's like HIV and AIDS. It's like the syndrome that comes from the virus and like the different stuff. Um, it does exist mm -hmm. because, uh, I mean, I know everybody's like apparently a doubting Thomas now, but it, it really does exist and it has nothing to do with your telephone. Just, just saying. <laughs> Amy, Amy, I can get on a like magnificently large soapbox about this because I get frustrated too. But I think you were <laughs> like more you frustrated. Yeah. I think you were more frustrated at that moment when you came up with this. And I was like, yes, yes, I can get behind this. Um, what song did you bring this week? I'm going to start us off with They Might Be Giants and their song Cage and Aquarium. Somebody's reading your mind. Damned if you know who it is. They're digging through all of your files. Stealing back your best ideas. You cover your windows with lead. Even keeping the pets outside. Then you hear a moment too late. The sound coming over the phone. This is the spawning of the cage and aquarium. Don't wait a moment too soon. Used to be different, now you're the same. Yawn as your plane goes down in flames. This is the spawning of the cage and aquarium. Don't wait a moment too soon. Used to be different, now you're the same. Yawn as your plane goes down in flames uh, they might be giants has several songs that would fit the bill this week but this one's just short simple and just fits tons of the conspiracy tropes into one neat little package uh the chorus is a take on that classic song this is the coming of the age <laughs> of aquarius and you know, that song is like this celebration of like a bright new future. Uh, but in this song, it's the spawning of the cage and aquarium, which elicits people in cages and liberties being curtailed and civilians being surveilled. And you, you get the theme of the government, like listening in on your telephone calls and going through all your files when you aren't home and stealing your ideas so that they can take credit for the innovations. You got to like cover your windows with lead and keep your pets outside because the government's listening in through a microphone on your dog's collar. I don't know, just this weird song, wild song. It's like all wrapped into this brief minute and 10 seconds of just silliness. <laughs> well, I think that even though that they're like this kind of like jokey, jovial band that they really know how to like hit the nail on the head when it comes to stuff like this. And it's like a fun little ditty about these like common conspiracy themes. Like you've got your like tinfoil hats and your phone tapping and stuff like that. And it's like... You're, I don't know. It's it's really good. Like it throws in the listening to your thoughts and the sense of dread, and it's just concise and weird. And there's this like weird sound thingy rhythmically that's going on that like I love, and it sounds like a tinfoil hat or something. Right. What's that sound? Uh, I think it, what you're hearing is just the guitar doing a weird slidey thing. Uh, well, it sounds just weird. Weird guitars, weird noises. It sounds really, really cool, and I thought it was really, really uh apropos of the song and I really mm -hmm. appreciated it. But um, yeah, I just, this was a good theme, Mitchell. It's a really good theme. Thank you very much. Even though it's your way of like shoehorning in some more like, you know, and they might be giants, but I totally appreciate it. Um, you can't blame me there. This week, <laughs> this week I brought uh, adolescence flat earth stomp. Press the threshold into the outside world. When you see the dome, now you 
this song is not groundbreaking punk and it's like it's it's making fun of or it's perpetuating the flat earth conspiracy theory thing which was when i realized that conspiracy theories were getting a little too popular and like um getting too much ground because now we have documentaries about how the earth is flat and it makes me really upset um it's like how many people would you have to get to agree all at once that they are going to make a conspiracy and trick everybody else, but only like a very small handful of people <laughs> know the real truth and they've uncovered it. And not one of them is actually part of the cover up. And it's like, look, you can't even get like a circle of five friends to keep like somebody's birthday a secret. How in the world are we going to keep like the moon landing secret? So, you know, it's just... Yeah, I just raging against flat earth theories and like cockamamie nonsense when like just because one person doesn't understand physics uh, doesn't mean like everybody who doesn't understand physics should like jump on this like really dumb theory. And it obviously is the truth, even though there's like no science and um, <laughs> there's like no filament that's protecting us from the projection that is the uh, stars or whatever. I don't know. I'm on a group <laughs> called Flat Earth no, uh, no Trolls on Facebook. Yeah. Like, I got invited to it so I could see, like, the nonsense. And luckily, apparently, I interact so little that it doesn't get thrown in front of me. But they're also very anti-vax and also believe that this, uh, like, the coronavirus is fake and it's trying to, you know, the government just trying to control us to keep us in the house, probably, so that they can, like, modify the um, the projector that is, like... NASA. Nah, see, the thing is, they're changing out the batteries on the birds, and the birds are spies, oh. and they report to the trees, apparently. Birds aren't real. I don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, sure, like you said, musically, this one may not be, like, groundbreaking punk, uh, but the Adolescents as a band have been doing punk since the early 80s, so they've broken plenty of ground in their day and have, you know, paid their dues several times over by now. I'm definitely glad to see someone in music taking a stand against the flat earth thing, especially since that one rapper put out a bunch of songs trying to prove flat earth. <laughs> and so we just, we needed some punks to clap back on that. You know, the flat earth thing is just so silly and it's just astounding to think how much that shit caught on. You know, I think part of it was like people buying into it ironically just to like make themselves seem interesting. But if you spend any time on YouTube, you'll find that it is not a joke to a lot of people. And that just blows my mind. Uh, yeah, it's just the fact that people think that there's a whole government, like, group that is out there to convince us that the Earth is round and that there are other planets when there aren't. Like, what is there to be gained from that? That I just don't know. I think that's also why I get so upset with, like, the moon landing is, like, a fake conspiracy theories because I just, it's astounding that just... It just makes, like, why? Why would we fake it? And it's not just, like, to convince Russia. It's not. It just, that's just, we went to space camp as kids, or my brother did. So we're geeks about, like, NASA and stuff. And so this is just frustrating when people are not, like, amazed at the minds of people. Like, yes, we can land on the moon just as easily as you can come up with a theory on why we would fake it. That's <laughs> true. You, I mean, you came up with this, like, absolutely amazing theme, and the Ear Buddies, like, came forward with their suspicious, um, stalkery, conspiracy, terrifying Paranoid. songs. 
because they brought lots of, yeah, lots of scary songs this week. I'm just going to say lots of paranoia. I'm very, are are the everybody's okay? Let's hope so. I think they're all just trying to channel it through nonsense songs as opposed to like fighting people in real life about how dumb they are. <laughs> you mean like you and I are? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our first ear buddy is Debbie, who brought Eddie Current's Suppression Ring Medieval Wall. says this is the first one that comes to mind with lyrics like do you uh, wish do you reminisce when all you'd need was a wall to keep your enemies at bay they've got drones they got phones they got wiretaps on our home and all of this we pay for one for on a daily basis they've slapped a barcode on our faces so this kind of sounds a little bit like the current situation except for you know I don't think we're getting, we're not that interesting to our government. I really don't think we're that interesting. Um, but, you know, sometimes we do need some watching. Ovs, I'm just saying. <laughs> A lot of us are idiots and fall for conspiracy theories. I'm not saying everybody who has, it, like, one conspiracy theory is an idiot. I'm just saying, you know, if every theory that is against the mainstream is something you believe, you really might need to examine some other things, possibly. But, I'm with you. yeah, it's like... You know, either way, what this band does is like they make something that is muddy sounding, but also is clean sounding. I guess it's grunge, but it's like clear grunge. I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Clear as yeah, mud. Like garage. <laughs> like garage rock is, is what I would call this. And like bands like this are exactly what I want out of a garage rock band. You know, I've, I've talked a lot of trash about bad garage rock and all the like kind of generic stuff that, that is... Uh, often on like goner records and those sorts of things but debbie and jeremy and lauren they're always bringing that good stuff keeping my faith in garage rock alive uh, a lot of the garage rock these days is just like crunchy power chords with kind of shouty sardonic vocals and all kinds of runs together but this band actually has like fun guitar riffs that make you want to move and dance and provide some texture and variation and character to the song instead of just being like meaningless noise to accompany some sarcastic lyrics uh, lyrically, it kind of warns of the drones and the phone tapping and other surreptitious surveillance that we undergo every day. But it feels like it's with this proper amount of rationality as opposed to like the frantic catastrophizing of a conspiracy nut. Like we do have to be conscious of the ways that we're being tracked and surveilled. But also we aren't exactly in that dystopian fiction territory just yet. So like keep your head on a swivel, but also just chill out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like if you're super concerned, like modify your Facebook settings. You know, like right. every once in a while, just like 
you know, check up in there. And look, I'm one of those people that my phone, it's geo-tracking me. But also it means, hey, if you leave for work, it's going to take you four minutes right now. It is weird that my phone knows where I'm supposed to be on any given night because it's always giving me directions to work at a specific time or stuff like that. So, yeah, but also you have to recognize that it does know that about you and like the Apple Corporation knows what I'm doing, mostly because I let them do it. But, you know, I'm not doing anything too sketch, so hopefully it'll be fine. And we did find out from the <laughs> geotracking that Memphis uh, only stayed home one weekend. So that's fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. But we all signed up for it. So yeah, you're right. Like you can get really upset about it, uh, but you can also just keep your head on a swizzle and, you know, maybe moderate some of what you're doing so that maybe the drones and the phones aren't tracking you nearly as much. Maybe DuckDuckGo. Use DuckDuckGo. I do sometimes. Uh, I mostly just use Google because it's the most effective. And, you know, I like being able to track the things that I've searched in the past. And I don't search anything that's too damning. But, uh, yeah, if I'm going to search if I'm gonna search uh, recipes from the Anarchist Cookbook and how to build a guillotine or something like that, then, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to use DuckDuckGo instead. Uh, down with the uh, bourgeoisie, huh? I'm with it. <laughs> uh, Mike is our next next ear buddy. He brings Ray Stevens. Santa Claus is watching you. Well, you may think you can sneak around and get away with something, but there ain't no way. Cause Santa's no fool. He's real super cool. He's the secret head of CIA. East ash and crime don't pay. You can't do nothing cause you're never alone. He's even got a white tap on your phone. So baby, if you ever do me wrong. Break my heart and leave me alone When Christmas comes you'll be crying too Cause Santa Claus is watching you He's everywhere Okay, this goes into like one of my theories of why I don't tell Ella that Santa Claus is watching her because it seems like really, really freaking scary. And like <laughs> Santa Claus is a terrifying stalker that like you never wanted in your life. But the, also this dude is also like a terrifying stalker. So the song is absolutely terrifying while being like really cute, but still absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you know, I think here in the South, there was like some point in the early 90s when everyone's grandmother <laughs> received a VHS tape of uh, Ray Stevens music videos and like apparently explicit instructions to let their grand- grandchildren watch it 10 times a day. That was definitely the case for me. My grandmother had that VHS and I, I can't believe I didn't bust the tape from how much I used to watch it. Uh, it's kind of a shame uh, Ray Stevens became like a right wing nut job later in life, but I'll always hold a special place in my heart for all the songs from this tape. 
what I find most interesting about this song thematically is that it starts off as that sort of traditional, you know, be good because Santa's watching thing. But then it like takes it to that absurdist conclusion <laughs> of Santa being the head of the CIA and he's like spying on you with binoculars and like tapping people's phones to keep track of whether they're being naughty or nice. And it's just so damn silly. And like for a young eight year old Mitchell who was obsessed with Weird Al, you know, silliness was the primary criteria for great music for me. So I was, of course, destined to think that that Ray Stevens was just the funniest shit ever. And, you know, like I said, I still have a special place for him in my heart, despite that sort of ill-informed xenophobia that he developed later in life. I'll, I'll still listen to that old Ray Stevens uh, and, and, and enjoy it. I did not know that about Ray Stevens. Oh, man. He has songs about Obama and songs about just being a right wing nut job, which if, you, if you're conservative, whatever, that's fine. But like it, it gets yeah. kind of racist a little bit sometimes. And that's unfortunate. Does he believe in conspiracy theories? I would have to imagine that he does at this point. I would totally pin that to uh, to a modern Ray Stevens. Ooh, that's 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 rough. Okay, let's just think about like '90s Ray Stevens. We'll just go with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, our next year buddy is Timothy, who brought Hawkwind, Orgone Accumulator. I got an Orgone Accumulator, and it makes me feel greater. I will see you sometime. How about some classic cult medicine with a great groove? This is um, psychedelic with possibly an alien theme. I don't know. It's a long song. It kind of reminds me of like that stoner who falls for every conspiracy theory. But like, look, not all stoners believe that and fall into that conspiracy theory. So, you know, like every conspiracy theory that they've ever thought up, like while not necessarily grounded. But they had, like, those, like, big thoughts, like, the cure for cancer is, like, being hidden by the government. But, um, yeah, there, there are words in this argument that may or may not be real, and uh, they are said so assuredly, but, you know, aweams. And it also <laughs> kind of noodles off into, like, the distance, much like that stoner friend who definitely has that theory about, like, the secret cure for cancer that we aren't letting people have. Yeah, he's just going to babble on forever. Um, yeah. Yeah, for those who may not be aware of Hawkwind, uh, they were around in the early 70s, and on bass was a pre-Motorhead Lemmy Kilmeister. And hilariously... For whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa, This was a That's Lemmy a conspiracy band. theory. That's, That's the real deal. That's a conspiracy deal. band. No. No, you're making up stuff. I know it. Hope a young a young <laughs> Lemmy doing a shit ton of amphetamines and playing in this band. And uh, yeah, hilariously, oh for, my for, God. for a band that sounds like they're on a preposterous amount of drugs at all times... They actually ended up kicking Lemmy out of the band for doing too much drugs. So uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, Hawkwind, they're just like masters of like that sci-fi fantasy theme thing. And like, 
uh, lifted a lot of their themes and ideas straight out of fantasy novels, in fact. And their music was super spacey and psychedelic, which really helped sell that aesthetic of like being on a spaceship, flying through space and using inexplicable futuristic technology. Uh, the song is called Orgon Accumulator, and Orgon is a pseudoscientific energy or life force that uh, woo-woo dummies thought that they could harness for health and creativity. So the song is about like a science fiction device that accumulates Orgon so you can use it for your benefit. Uh, obviously, I'm a pretty big skeptic and always roll my eyes at the pseudoscientific bullshit, but I'll always make an exception when it's presented in the form of trippy space rock. So <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, who is that like old man who's like super against woo woo? What's that uh, guy's name? You're talking about the amazing Randy? Yes. James That's Randy? who it is. Yeah. Like, and he, he was always like fighting with people. I think that's who I'm like most like that angry old man who's like upset at people being like people taking advantage of other people through woo woo. Right. Exactly. And he's the one who, did he like. He, did he like copyright the word woo woo? I don't know. I don't know if he, he did that, it. but he uh, he had a a uh, a fund where basically he challenged people who said that they possessed supernatural powers, psychic abilities, or telekinetic abilities, things like that. And he's like, if you can prove it under scientific controlled circumstances, I'll give you a million dollars. And he's had you know the the amount started out as like ten thousand back in the seventies or something, and then. It went up to a million dollars by now. And of course, no one has yeah. ever claimed it because he and his group of like they skeptics. Yeah, they, they go in there and, and people will come and they'll try. Uh, there was one guy who said he could move pages in a book using only his mind. And so this guy's <laughs> like showing how he does that. And then the amazing Randy is like, all right, well, that's cool. Let's put a bunch of pieces of styrofoam around the book so that if you're blowing on that page, we'll know. And of course, after he did that. Ah. After after they did that, there was no more moving the the page of the book anymore because he was blowing on those pages. Ah, yeah, that's the guy. Def definitely the guy. We need more of him because that man's eventually gonna like die. His name's like James Randy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure. He may have already recently died. If not, he's definitely Aww. old and and not gonna last much longer. But he has definitely inspired a new wave of of skeptics. So, yeah. I like his documentary. Yeah. Uh, our next ear buddy is Susan, who brings cages. I never knew you. I'm miles out of my way. Creepy. I want more. Was gonna turn back, but you stuck your key in your front door. You're standing across the street, stars that align us to me. Standing outside with your trash, feeling incomplete. My finger aching for your doorbell like a random blob. Instead, I lurk outside in the cold like an abandoned dog. Perish the thought. You should cherish the words that I got in my mouth. The only words that can truly explain how I got in your house. Because the sky opened and God handed you directly to me. I know it sounds crazy, but so is life. I'm sinking and feeling like your heart is she says a song about being followed stock yikes it's a good song hope it fits the theme i dig the hell out of this artist though look 
I can get lost just in the monotone vocals of this. Like the rap is just like so sly and like chill. It's very stream of consciousness and it's like, it's in the follower's mind. Like the insane thoughts of a creeper, you know? If you was made well, it would have been this song instead of what you is. And it's just like hard to find stuff on this artist without running into like stuff about John Cage. But apparently he makes horror core. And his name, his last name's like Palco. And um, also Shia LaBeouf uh, directed this video. That's pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I really like the the unique perspective of this song. It's it's one thing to like make a song about the paranoia of being followed or stalked. Uh, but this one kind of takes the perspective of the stalker and, and doesn't play it in that creepy predatory way necessarily. Uh, but more in this very manic way where this guy just like is hit with the urge and, and is being driven by some inexplicable force to follow this woman. And it seems like the song is totally a metaphor about like meeting that special someone and not being able to really articulate why you instantly fell head over heels for him. But the lyrics are also vague enough and poetic enough that you could interpret it a little more generally as like the thoughts of someone who's just crazy and inexplicably fascinates and fixates on a stranger. So it's a little creepy but also there's this sort of like reverence as well. You can tell that the narrator isn't following or stalking with like a nefarious intent. It's more so that fixation on some like supernatural significance that the narrator is attributing to this woman. And so it's got a lot of complexity to the lyrics and the emotional content. And I really dig that. I know, but like, doesn't he kill the girl at the end? If he did, I didn't catch that, but uh, it's possible. Yeah, he, t- he talks about, like, taking her breath away in, like, his arms and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I did that. Oh shit. Well, then maybe there's a little <laughs> bit more to it. Maybe there is some nefarious I think intent. it's like a, mur- I think it's a murder song because he's like, oh, look, I accidentally ended up in your house and you'll never understand why. And then he, like, goes and murders her. whoops a doodle Or maybe that's just, that's my version of what I heard. But I think he's a killer because he's scary. That's just me. Fair enough. My probably. Probably because I'm not a stalker, probably. Our next ear buddy is McCaskill, who brings NoFX's Pods and Gods. First of all, McCaskill brought no effects. Like, that's the most McCaskill thing ever to do. Uh, The title, it automatically made me think of podcast, but, you know, like, I'm kind of, like, super likely to call a podcast a pod. Sorry. Oh, man, I'm not Uh, This is... (laughs) That's me. I'm such a nerd, though. Um, This is much more UFO-centered, and it really reminds me of, like, the Pod People movie, you know, with, like, one of those Sutherlands going... 
<laughs> exactly. While like, you know, pointing. Yeah. And it, it's like super alien-y sounds going on. And like, I feel like they could, they, they missed the opportunity to drop a theremin in there. Yeah. There should have been way more theremin in this. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, this is a really great pick from the no effects catalog because it has that characteristic poppy punk aesthetic that no effects is known for, but it mixes it with that like sort of weird sci-fi dissonance with the guitar harmonics and the weird spaceship bleeps and bloops. And it all comes together in this weird X-Files-esque aesthetic that no effects doesn't usually attain. Uh, lyrically, we've got themes of aliens and gods and, and fat Mike is basically preaching this sort of agnosticism in regards to those things. He like, he thinks they're great ideas, but, and, and you know, he sees why people are fascinated with the idea of something else out there. But he says for him, he's just going to keep his head grounded in the current reality and, you know, tend to the things on earth that he has proof of and control over. And, you know, I definitely have my own fixation with the idea of extraterrestrials, but I have to say I'm mostly with Fat Mike on this one. You know, it's it's a great thought experiment, but until the aliens are flying overhead, I'll just keep my eyes on science and rationality and, and uh, you know, keep it straight ahead. Yeah, we got to solve that whole basic is the earth round or not thing first, <laughs> Yeah, right? we still got to figure that out first. Yeah, once we know that, then we can know which direction to look when the aliens are coming. Our final ear buddy is Joshua T, who brings Frank Black's Men in Black. with the pixies this sounds like straight up squeaky clean like auditorially like audibly orally or orally orally okay it conveys yeah it conveys the anxiety of somebody possibly following you and then like a splash of government conspiracy but pretty sure that the x-files was out when this song came out so it like is so perfectly 1995 in so many ways because i'm pretty sure it's like when the x-files came out yeah, I think uh, X-Files is like early 90s. And uh, yeah, like you pointed out, mm-hmm. Frank Black and the Black Francis of the Pixies. Uh, is, and, and, you know, even though it does have a slightly different feel than the Pixies stuff, there's still a certain tone and griminess to the songwriting and the production that ties, you know, this to his work with the Pixies. Uh, definitely leans a little harder on the poppy elements and the woo-oo-oos and the melodic guitar leads. <laughs> uh, but the progressions are still very punk and the emotion is still pretty raw. Uh, lyrically, I liked how how many different facets of the theme this week are kind of woven into the narrative. 
You got the elements of aliens and espionage and some guy out there with his camcorder digging up the truth. And you got the government conspiracy and the, and the men in black coming to silence you before you give away the big secrets. And it's all wrapped in the narrator's mania and paranoia. He's excited about uncovering these hidden truths, but worried that the men in black are going to kick in his door and kill him for what he knows. Just wraps the whole theme into this neat little package that I think is, is perfect for wrapping up the ear buddy section this week. Yeah, it absolutely it's like a nice little conspiracy package filled with delicious, delicious sugar, which the <laughs> government is using to control our minds. It's true. Yeah, totally. That's not conspiracy theory whatsoever. <laughs> um if you want to tweet at us your insane uh thoughts on uh conspiracies and how we are absolutely wrong about how round the earth is, you can tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at Andy Pod. The Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group, which is where the sausage gets made. And the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. You can email the show, andypod at gmail.com, and you can check out the show website andypod.com part of the 10710 network which last week the internet gods actually let me upload the audio to instead of trying to hold me down with oppressive forces that were not (laughs) seen (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's my conspiracy theory that like uh wordpress is trying to keep me down um but it let me upload the audio last week so i was like super proud of myself it made me so happy so happy So last week's episode, it totally works. Hopefully this week's episode will totally work. (laughs) I'm not being oppressed. (laughs) (laughs) What's our final song this week? All right. So I'm going to leave us with a song from Lauren, actually. uh, And she brought Misfits and their song Bullet. Uh, You know, there's really not a whole lot to say about this one. It's just this punk rock classic about one of the most ubiquitous conspiracies of all time, the assassination of JFK. Uh, The song itself doesn't really go into the conspiracy of it all, but nonetheless, I think very few subjects have elicited so much long-lasting conspiracy and outrage. So uh, to get the ear buddies whipped into a conspiratorial frenzy this week, we'll leave you with Bullet by The Misfits.
Okay, so let's just go ahead and do our uh, clappy clappy bits. Okay. Yep, I'm ready. All right. Um, three, two, one. <laughs> 